Hi friends. In our parsha, Rashi famously comments on the words "Vayichan Shem Yisrael, Keish Echad Belev Echad, Aval Sha'ar Kol Hachaniyos B'Tarumayis Uvemachlekes." All other encampments were fraught with complaints and strife. After comparing the nuances in which Rashi's words and message differs from the Mechiltas, the Rebbe points to the Shum Vir in Vayichan Shum Yisrael, telling us that the word Shum creates the possibility for Vayichan to be as one man with one heart, meaning because Vir Matan was going to take place, Vir Yidin could truly be not only Ba'achdos, but as one man with one heart. A simple fact of humanity is that no two individuals think exactly the same, have the same opinions across the board, and do things the same way. The minds and hearts of each individual dictates his or her biases. One of the exquisite qualities of the Torah is its ability to bring together opposites, to make peace amongst rivals, and to merge dissenting, fragmented opinions respectfully and truthfully into a single call to action in deference to Hashem's Ratzin. And this is the discussion in our Sicha. The Torah itself, as we know it, is comprised of many different opinions and many different perspectives. Elu ve'elu divrei lekem chayim. Beis Shammai has its approach and Beis Hillel has another. And while Torah is the Chachma of Hashem, its uniqueness is not in the brilliance of the Chachma. The point is that the Chachma obligates us to act in accordance with Hashem's will. That while Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel disagree, once a conclusion and ruling was reached, Beis Shammai would acquiesce and defer to Beis Hillel. The Rebbe speaks of the powerful story of Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Gamliel, who disagreed on which day was Yom Kippur. Once the ruling was reached, according to Rabbi Gamliel, he told Rabbi Yeshua to come visit him in Yavna, Dafka on the day which he, Rabbi Yeshua, claimed was Yom Kippur, and to bring along his walking stick and his money, proving, of course, that he was not chas v'shalom violating Yom Kippur, but that he was acquiescing to the halachic ruling of Rabbi Gamliel. The Rebbe points to the number three in the Pasuk, as in the third month, and the, number th- and the number of threes that are connected to the Torah. Number one reflects oneness and unity, obviously. Number two represents division and separation. Number three represents mitigation and reconciliation between the two opinions. There can be two dissenting psukim, and then there is the kos of hashlishli, which is machriya b'nehem. To explain how this kos of hashlishi can merge the two dissenting opinions, the Rebbe says that all must defer to Hashem's ratzin, Kabbalah's oil. Both sides or opinions will defer after the ruling is made, after the conclusion is reached. And if the ruling is not in accordance with my personal biases and understanding, after all is said and done, I will stretch my mind to understand and appreciate the halacha. The Rebbe then makes this idea super practical for all of us. 
In Parak Lamed Beis of Tanya, the Alter Rebbe enjoins us to love our fellow Jew because our neshamas have the same source and we are all children of one father. But, you might argue, when I look at this fellow Jew, I don't see a Sheresh HaNeshama. It is not obvious that we have the same source. He is a wayward, unpracticing Jew. Says the Rebbe, this source is obscured. There is no obvious connection between us. In this case, we are enjoined to see the Shum, the place of Matan Torah, where we can look at the divisions and the strife and move past them to true unity.